Hello. You are listening to En Her Element podcast, featuring Maria Elena Marroquin and Leo Cadia Chuafe. Enjoy the show. My name is Mary Elena Mariquin. And I'm Leah Kudia And this is Honor Element. We are back <laughs> after what? A three month? A little bit of a break. Yeah. I was, I, it was a three month break. It was a break. Yeah. We had a minute. We did. We had a moment. And we're here. And we're here. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I think we, one, we wanted to, I think, maybe talk about what happened, why we took a break maybe what's new in our lives and kind of what we want to the future of this podcast, because we also took a break, but also didn't like drop that. We took a break too. It was like pretty abrupt. So I guess we just want to like chat. Take a break. (laughs) Sorry. I had to do it. No, you had to. (laughs) I'm also staring at my Hamilton book behind you. Actually, you know what I was, you know, I'm going to say right now. Um, So when, since it's the world cup, you know, uh, the initial rounds have already ended. Um, but England, the U.S. played, like, a couple of days ago. And literally in my head, I was kind of like, I think they should play, like, Hamilton music in the background because it's just, like, England and the U.S. And, right. like, and Dan was just, my roommate Dan was just kind of like, mm, no. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about Dan, but I completely agree with this. I think this should have happened. Really? I was like, have a the background music. Really, honestly, it would have been we great. Just, we just needed a track. Yeah, so, yeah, we took a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. um, but also, uh, we are dropping this on December 8th. We're recording yeah. this on Saturday. And then December 8th is our anniversary date. Like, it's the day that we, like, dropped our, like, first episode, which is kind of interesting because a lot has happened, I think, just in the year in general. So it's pretty wild to think that, like, it's been a year since we like dropped the first episode, and maybe I'm just thinking like a lot has happened in our lives. Since in then. our lives, so, in the world, <laughs> you know. Like, what are your thoughts on Israel? I'm just kidding. I don't want to get into that today. <laughs> I'm like, well, um, but yeah, a lot just has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I went halfway across the world. <laughs> you you did. I lost my job. <laughs> oh my gosh! I came back. Uh-huh. Um, and but you know what's really funny? I was thinking about it today. We're actually recording in the same exact house that we recorded our first podcast. Actually, in. that is also true. I didn't I didn't think about that. So super full circle. I didn't know I was gonna be living here. Yeah. Um uh, when and we you're recorded. Happy here. I am. I Which am is really good. I am a happy, happy basement troll. <laughs> I love it. It's you know, it's really good for me to be in a family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, especially I'm so busy, like with school and, um, school mm-hmm. and all the other things that I'm doing in the community. Um, it was just really important for me to be in a place where my friends can kind of keep an eye on me, yeah. um, depression wise. And I mean, I'm pretty able to be on my own, but I think the added stress of being in school, mm-hmm. I'm really glad that my friends opened up their home in a, in a different way to me. So mm-hmm. no, that's really important to have people that you can like lean on. And you've these friends, you've been friends with them for years, so it's really nice that like it's like you're with your friend, you're with your friends again. You oh, know? and my friends, kind of like I'm with family. You know, mm-hmm. I don't feel 
Um, there's definitely this joke that I'm the basement troll, but it's really I'm the fun auntie. Oh, I love that. So, and we have a good um, podcast dog here to keep us company. Yeah, Jersey. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, like a lot has happened for me, too. I feel like. Well, one of the reasons I think we ended up like taking a break, too, was like for me, work wise, things got really, really busy. So like I've kind of like explained my job before, but essentially my job is like doing advocacy for this um, organization that is absolutely work in Africa. But part of my job is to travel like a lot. And like when I got hired for this job, what, two and a half years ago, like June of 2020, it was the middle of the pandemic. And because my organization is like a global health organization, like they're like really conservative about COVID, which makes sense. Right. And so even when the rest of the U S was like opening up, they were still like really, really conservative about it. So in April, finally they're like, all right, we can like travel again and whatnot. But for me personally, it went from like zero to a hundred in the sense of like for about two years, I was like doing my job, but not to its full capacity. So like the one big part of my job is like outreach and like traveling. And like, I wasn't doing that. So it really felt like in April felt for the first time I was doing my job, which is interesting because I've been in that job for two years, but it's the first time I'm doing its full capacity. So that being said, like I travel like a, like about once a month for like work. So that got really hectic. And because I'm not really great at like time management and I'm not really good with like stress too, um, that kind of like got in the way. Like it came, it came to a point and like, you can also talk about like you doing grad school too. Like yeah. it kind of got to a point where it was like, something does have to give and like, I need to be re-comfortable. I don't think that's a word, but like reacclimate. Re- yeah, yeah, re- <laughs> thank you, thank you. But like reacclimate like in my role. Like I love my job and for it was and I was also in a weird space where I was like do I still want to be here? Do I not? But like now I'm in a very confident space like I do really love my job and I do want to be here. But with that being said, I do have to re- reacclimate into this role. So that was like a huge part of it. So yeah. Yeah, and grad school is is really hard. I went from taking two classes to taking three graduate level classes. And I mean, that's all that they'll let you take. Like they won't let you take four classes, right? Um, Mm. So I'm taking full capacity of credits in graduate school. So I'm going to school full time and working full time. So, and I'm also on three, four different boards. Yeah. And so like, I get it. Like Mm -hmm. there was just, it came to a point where um, you, like you said, something had to give. And, you know, this was the first thing to go because it's just, you know, it's just, it's a fun thing for us. It was never meant to be a moneymaker. It was never meant to be anything more than what it is. Two girls that are friends um, talking on mics about life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just like, it's just a passion project. But like, we wanted to create, I think, I think the, the, the idea of this podcast, I think in general, is to create spaces for the both of us and people like us who feel like they're in spaces that they can't maybe say or talk about certain things or don't feel welcomed in certain spaces, right? And we've both in the podcast have like talked about what that means primarily for like the both of us. So really that was the goal. One, personally for me, I'm just a chatterbox, so any no. to talk about myself. <laughs> And it's just to talk about myself, you know, I'll just take the opportunity. But real, realistically, more importantly, it was to be like, we just want to like create this space. And like, it's been really cool to have like 
oh, excuse me, I burped, like have like friends and like family and like support us and love tuning in, right? Like mm-hmm. I love like one of my friends, I want to give her a shout out, Ozo. She, every time like a new episode will come out, whenever I see her, she will like tell me, oh yeah, this happened, this episode. And one day we were chatting and she brought up something and I was like, Ozo, I don't think I ever talked. I was kind of confused like how she knew yeah. this information. She was like, oh, you mentioned this in your podcast. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was, oh. it was, it's so, it's so funny. So, and we also, you know, we made some Spotify replay lists. Actually, we did. Actually, that's true. That's And so that was just really cool. I mean, probably they don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> recipe top on their list but that that was really cool and mm-hmm. it's not just one person it's a couple of people which is mm-hmm. actually really right. cool so it's kind of like wow we're well, glad so we made your spot we have, we have support from our friends and family and that's yeah. super important um yeah so i don't know yeah. Where were we? Sorry, we had to take care of a dog that had a... No, I think... No, out. yeah. No, yeah. We were talking about, like, <laughs> I think making some Spotify raps, but most of all, just talking about how, like, this podcast is just something... It was a passion project that we wanted to do um, just to, like, have, I think, a, create a safe space for both of us, which mm-hmm. that is what it has been. And I think it's really cool to be able to, like, talk about... I think just in general, we talk about important stuff between the two of us but it's kind of nice to like do in this platform too it's a little different if we're struggling with it if we're struggling with it then other people are as well Mm -hmm. right and so um and if they're and if they're not maybe they're able to open their hearts and their mind to a different perspective exactly which is the entire goal yeah yeah. Do you want to also talk about? Do the... you want to talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna talk about. That. <laughs> uh, this is gonna about... be so. I. It's not gonna be awkward. Is it gonna be awkward? We're just about to. We're... Well, we were gonna, like hash it out, but yeah, we did already. So we had a fight. We did our first fight. I think it is, and it was. I think it's our first fight, and we've right. been friends for like three years. Right. I think we should just talk. We should just just like. Do you want to just hash it out? We'll, out? we'll just hash it out. Well, I. I should give like a little bit of backstory like to this as to why this happened. So my younger sister um, joined the Air Force, um, which is great, which is amazing, lovely. Um, <laughs> no, I okay. I should back. She love. I should backtrack by saying that like no, I'm. Let me brag on just you for a little bit. I'm really super proud of my sister. Like she when she made this decision, like. I would say like a year ago, it was like one of those things where we were kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? And like Justine, she's like two years younger than me. And like the biggest difference between me and Justine is like where I've always been pretty sure and consistent about like where I want my life to go career wise. Um, Justine has never, that's not always been the case with Justine where there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But like, I think my, I think maybe, we were kind of like, oh, well, Justine, like, figure out what she wants to do, this and that. Um, and so, like, a year ago, she, like, figured out, yeah, I think I want to I want to join the military. And then she did all the things she had to do. And then before we knew it, she was on a plane to uh, basic military training for seven and a half weeks. And we were like, this is wild. But she graduated in October. And so me and Marilena, uh did go and see her. The reason I bring this up is that the this brings up while we had a fight. So essentially, Mar- me and Marlena were like, okay, we'll both. I was going to go regardless, obviously, it's my little yeah. sister. But Marlena was like, I want to come. And I was like, that would be great for you to come. And like, Marlena like knows people like, like in the Air Force too. So for me, it was kind of like, 
for me, it was kind of like she understands or she has a grasp of this world that I don't. And also, more importantly, Marilena really is like, for me, like Marilena is like my older sister, right? She's like family. So it's like, oh, it's just like my other sister coming to see the other sister, right? Um, But I think as we kind of like chatted back and forth, and we didn't, I didn't. So Leocadia is a terrible communicator. I'm going to start with this. And the thing is, I think Leocadia, you are, you are an excellent communicator in your family group. And I'm realizing that your family just has a different style of communication. Yes. Versus my style of communication. Right. And like in retrospect, like I can see, I can see both sides. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I interrupted you. I'm no, going. yeah, I think she. You kind of cut to the point. Like, I really did not communicate well to Marilena about like plans and plane tickets. And essentially, I bought my own plane ticket to Texas without Marilena yeah. and told her after the fact, which is like not a great thing, right? Like, if we're going together, it should be like either like I buy my ticket, your ticket with my ticket, or be like, hey, can we sit down on like Tuesday and like buy tickets together or whatnot? And I didn't hash that out. So that's where like I went wrong. And then eventually you're like, okay, like, of course, rightly so, like you're upset and like mad and like whatnot. Um, and then we kind of proceeded, you ended up getting your ticket after the fact. But then I also kind of did not kind of also did like the booking of like where we're staying and like the car, like without like Marielena. And I think where I was going with it too, not saying that was right, but in my head, I was kind of like, well, all these things need to line up. And I'm someone that doesn't ask for help. I think I've always been mm. in a position that like, at least especially my family. Because you're used to being the older sister. I'm used to being the older sister, but I'm also someone where a lot of people depend on me in the family too for like various things. And so for me, I'm also kind of like, well, shit's got to get done. I'm going to get shit done. And like time was like running and I'm like, I just need to make sure X, Y, Z is like happening. And I think also in the back of my head with like work and everything, I was like, I need like one thing, piece of thing to leave my mind, but in order for something to leave my mind, that thing has to be like soul. So for me, there's like the easiest thing to solve. But of course, where I went wrong is I didn't communicate any of the things to Marilena. So essentially you showed up to Texas and we're like, oh, all these things are like here, but like you didn't have the input and you're like, oh, I could have gone like this resource or that resource, or I had a different idea for this. So like where I went wrong, like in summary, was just like not communicating to her and like, I like, I really, I really, I felt bad even after like Texas. Even we did hash it out. We did. We, we did. We FUs are flying. Like I, <laughs> they were like on both of our parts. Right. Like, I don't think we've ever. I really try not to cuss at people when mm-hmm. I am angry, but we both got like we got angry and we apologized and we made the plans and we went on the trip, and both of us were still and it wasn't like we were being petty. Both of us were hurt. Right. right. Like, mm-hmm. I was hurt that you didn't consider me and you making your choices. Right. And you were angry that I didn't see that you were trying to take care of me by making these choices. That's exactly, yeah, that you, yeah, put in work, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, and because I am used to the one being the coordinator, I am used to the one having the inputs. Mm-hmm. And it felt as though, like, this wasn't our trip. This was your trip where I was mm-hmm. tagging along. And mm-hmm. we've already had this conversation. Right, Most of this right. we've already rehashed. It's right. not like we're telling the, each other these things for the first time. <laughs> but And I think we have new insight, right? Because it's mm-hmm. been a while. We've had other life experiences that we've mm-hmm. experienced since then together. Mm-hmm. 
But I think that it was it was a moment where I know for me, my biggest insecurity was, oh, then maybe we're not as friends as much as close friends as I thought we were. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that that was the hardest part for me was Mm. to realize, like, maybe maybe she doesn't feel the same way that I feel about her. Mm Um, in our friendship because I really do we really do like act like sisters like we are sisters (laughs) like like we are and Mm so um it was just hard Mm -hmm. to feel like it felt like I was unwanted right Mm -hmm. and you know that's one of my biggest insecurities Mm -hmm. is that I don't I I I grew up not being wanted my entire life Mm -hmm. so like whenever something's wrong it's like oh okay this makes sense like Mm -hmm. this is the rejection of of who I am right and so I was really hurt you were really hurt and then we had to go pretend that we weren't hurt for your sister right. I think also that was the hard part too was like truly at the end of the day it wasn't about us. the two of us no. it was about my little sister doing this like huge achievement in this like new career that she has like chosen as a part of right let me tell you also the military is a wild world let me tell you i call it an organized cult i don't know if i should say that um <laughs> notice leo cadilla said that not mary elena mariquin yes i do not agree with her previous statement or any future statements regarding the military. Let me tell you, I, I'm all, all I'm just saying is that, like, it really is a different it's world. It's a very bureaucratic system. Let's not call it a cult. Okay, I won't call it a cult. I'm sorry. It, sorry. To I the- know that it's what it is, but let's not call it a cult. Okay, but what I'm trying to say is that, like... You get orders to clean the toilet. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot happening. There's a, I was like, what is this? But no, truly, in, in all seriousness, like, it wasn't about us. It was about my little sister, like having this huge achievement so it really was like we really had like gather our shit together whatever that put our emotions aside right because it was about justine and also we didn't want to spoil justine's day too and she was like so happy to like see me i hadn't seen her in months she was so happy to meet marielena because like i've talked about marielena marielena's talked to my family like everyone like i do i call your mom just to say hello right yeah like everyone knows each other but hasn't like met each other Mm -hmm. so marielena it's because we live in different cities right exactly so like at the end, it was, like, a really good, very exhausting two days just because, like... We got our eyebrows done together, your sister and I. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we fed Justine. We took her around the town. We they got their her. eyebrows done. Yeah. It was fun. It was good. It was really good. So, but we really had to, like, remind ourselves that, like, it wasn't about us. It was about Justine. And, of course, thankfully, we've, like, hashed it out. But I also, like, felt bad for, like, weeks, too, like, afterwards. Well, just because, like... Part of me is like I'm just like a people pleaser, so I don't like it when people are like mad at me. Whether I was never mad, right? That's true. I was never mad. I was hurt. Yeah, hurts the word. I was hurt. I was never Mm -hmm. mad. It's really, really hard to make me mad. Oh, okay. Like I can be disappointed and Mm -hmm. I can be sad. Mm -hmm. I was hurt, Mm -hmm. and therefore Mm -hmm. I was sad. But I was never mad. Right. Right. Let's get that very clear. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I really did feel bad like the weeks after because. Like, I didn't... For me, I was like, what does this mean to our friendship and this and that and whatever? But, like, we've, like, cashed it out and we, like, we've gone over it. But I think also, like, at least for me, the biggest takeaway moving forward is, like, making an effort to communicate or I should first say for me, like, over-communicate. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Especially, I, I just... I think mm-hmm. that there was just also a lot of things going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there was just, like, elements where... 
I thought I was waiting on you. You thought you were waiting on that's me. That's true. And that's where, like, the communication and it's comes just, in, that's right? That's where communication breaks right, down. Just being like, hey, do we want, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's pretty much, like, I feel like, the, for me, like, the biggest takeaway is just, like, just, like, really, really, really communicate. Like, right. Like, the worst that happens, you're like, Ari got this information. And then it's like, yeah. oh, well, she confirmed she got the information. Perfect. Yeah, cool. Right. Got it. Yeah. Right. No, but I think, I think, like, for me, the realization that you bought the ticket without me was, like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to go anymore, mm-hmm. right? But, like, and I think I even said this to you in one of our, like, shouting matches that we were having. Uh-huh. I remember we started shouting, and I was, like, It was the day of. It was the day of. I was already in Texas. Yeah, she, was, <laughs> she was already in Texas. I was still, I was still, like, I was, I was still in Kansas City. Yeah, I remember that. It was the day of. I was already in Texas, uh-huh. and I didn't want to go. And I, like, texted you, like, I'm like, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I wasn't, ha- our friendship just wasn't in a place where, like, mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go. And, like, Mm -hmm. I remember I said that, like, I cried on the way to the airport because I drove myself to the airport and Mm -hmm. I cried. And I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And then I realized, like, I'm doing this to support Justine in Mm -hmm. something that she's doing that is super brave, Mm -hmm. super honorable. Mm -hmm. And she's part of a new family that, in a weird way, I am on the periphery of, but Mm -hmm. not really a part of. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... I wanted to be there for her mm-hmm. and I just had this doubt of whether or not you wanted me to be there as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. And even though like you said it, I kept like thinking like, well, your actions aren't not, showing right. me that you want me to be there. Mm-hmm. And that was hard. And I think that in one of our screaming matches, as I'm in freaking Houston airport, <laughs> I bought myself some makeup that day to make me feel better. <laughs> Did you know that? Well, I won't. Well, I didn't. Actually, no. Yes, I did. Because also, I do remember going to the hotel room and, like, seeing a whole bunch of makeup. (laughs) And you told me, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Was was the Sephora that you went to? No, I went to Mac. I always, so I like going to airport Macs because they have exclusive um, colors. Mac, if you want to sponsor us, you can. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a makeup guru, but I know that in airports, you have exclusive airport lines, and I love them. The fact that she knows. (laughs) Well, it's. That's the only way I can afford Mac is getting there. I mean, that's also true. <laughs> that's also true. Um, but I said to you, like, it was never a question if I was going as mm-hmm. long as you wanted me to be there. Right. I was going to be there because mm-hmm. I said that I was going to go. I'm a person of my word. Mm-hmm. Like, if I say I'm going to do something, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I was, it was just this, like, internal, we were both. I was hurt. You were sad and upset that you hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I was like kind of a disbelief that you like could hurt me. Right. Like I didn't know that you could hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what happens when you love someone. And when you let someone see who you are is this ability to, to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I'm really happy. You're my- like truly, honestly, like yeah. also, when I also like imagine my wedding, I imagine you as one of my bridesmaids. Oh, no. <laughs> I already have like a list. I'm just like, yeah, far less up there. No, but I say that to be like, no, like I really do love you. You're definitely like, I've always wished I had an older sibling, just because like, I, I it sounds fun to have an older sibling. Maybe me saying because I, I do love you the oldest, but sometimes I'm just like, man, I wish there's someone else to like take the take take, take the, the rain, yeah. right? But like, truly, like you're just like an older sister, and you're great, and I like admire Marilena a lot. Mm-hmm. Like she's someone that I truly 
like look up to like if i'm like i want to be like even in my basement troll uh, even your basement (laughs) i want to be the basement troll too (laughs) don't worry i'll try to convince uh your your uh your brother-in-law to let you live in our base as our basement if you're hearing this please (laughs) i'll be nice Um, no but truly marla really is like one of my favorite people in life so like so it really did hurt I was mad at myself for being like, oh, I caused her to like a really, 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 really like good friend mm. of mine. And so, and that's not something I want to do because I like Nobody to, wants to hurt well, someone no, no they love. Right. No one wants to. And I like to think of myself as like a good person too. So it kind of was like, ah, you know, but no, I love Marilena. She's, she's a gem. She's a gem. She's a good one. I try to be. <laughs> so I feel that was, that was like the thing that happened in October. And then. Yeah. want to go to whatever happened. Oh else happened October? Yeah. I didn't realize that it happened so close together. It was like two weeks apart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this can, this makes sense as to why you responded the way that you responded. And so, well, let's start from the beginning. Of what happened? Yeah. At your uh, marathon. Okay. Well, you said why you responded. I'll tell tell the backstory. No, you'll get to it. Okay. So as if you listen to past episodes, you probably know that also if you follow me on social media, then you sure for sure know that I was training for the Kansas City Marathon. So I have been training for that marathon for months on end. Also, one of the things that got like circling back to like taking a break and like pausing and whatnot is that like training for a marathon is a lot of work. Like it is a lot. And I think the juggle between Partially, like, what I want to do the marathon was, like, oh, I really want to, like, do something that, like, that for me, it seems, like, out of this world. But also, at the same time, because my, I wasn't traveling a lot for my job because of the pandemic, I was, like, okay, I have, like, time to, like, do all the things. Also, well, then I started traveling in April, and then that was another thing. But um, I've been training the marathon for just months on end. And so, October 15th was the said marathon. Um, spoil. Did you finish? Uh, you know, that's a, I'm so happy that you asked that question. <laughs> um, so I made it 24 miles before my how body. Much, how much is a marathon? 26.2 miles. Oh, okay. So you didn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be like my funeral and be like, you know, that one time she like didn't finish the marathon. It was like 80 years from now. She had a fake heart attack. Oh but essentially it was true. Actually, did have a fake heart attack. <laughs> I love hearing you say that. Well, it just like I mean, how else do you explain what happened? Right. I think that's the thing. And so, like, maybe like seriously explain what happened is I didn't make it 24 miles, but essentially my body collapsed. Went into I don't remember anything past mile 23. They say I didn't go into unconsciousness. Um, but essentially I was rushed to the ER. I did spend the hospital, I was in the hospital for three days. I did get out on my birthday, which was really great. Um, but essentially what happened is so I have sickle cell trait. So for those who don't know what sickle cell trait or sickle cell is, is essentially um, your blood cells, red blood cells are not fully formed. Um, I wish kind of like definition. So they're sickles. So yeah. instead of being circles or ovals mm-hmm. as blood cells are, they're sickled. So they're more like moon or crescent shape. Yes, exactly. And for those who have... I learned this because of you. That's true. But for those who have the actual disease, like it really takes over your life and uh, you can't live, but 
there's a lot most people go to the hospital, lack of oxygen, all like all of these things. And it's predominant in black people. So the majority of people who do have sickle cell are black people. Now I don't have the disease, I have the trait, which all that essentially means is that like I just carry the gene for sickle cell. So like usually I don't have to worry about that unless like one day I decide to have kids with like a partner, then it will have to be the conversation of like, do you have the trait? Because if he has the trait, then our kids could essentially get like the disease, right? Because that's how genetic works. Right. That's how, that's how genetic works, right? But essentially there's this weird or rare phenomenon called exercise, exercise collapse associated with sickle cell trait. And essentially what that means is that if, I guess not all people have sickle cell trait, but if you have sickle cell trait, there is a likelihood that if you exert your body too much, then essentially you collapse. Like, mm-hmm. like your body, like your body. Like Another like, way that they mm-hmm. call it is exploding heart syndrome. Right. And mm-hmm. ironically, the people who have done the most research on sickle cell trait induced whatever this thing is called, mm-hmm. what exercise collapse, collapse associated, associated with, like, it's like a better name. Right. ECAS. E- let's ECAS. 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 So apparently the people that have done the most research on ECAS are ironically the military. Which is true. Which is like, oh, okay. Yeah. So like essentially that is like what happened. And, um, excuse me, really, truly, I did like almost have like a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And when we going to the ER, like, I don't remember bits, like the beginnings of it, but like, it really was like scary because like I'm a 26 year old healthy woman. I'm clearly if I'm like a marathon runner, right? Almost, right? Almost, almost. (laughs) But like clearly if I'm like trying to run a marathon, then it's like your body has to be in some sort. You don't just walk up and do it. So, um, so essentially that's what happened. I was in the hospital for three days. Um, I don't remember past mile 23. I don't remember getting to the ER, but I do remember waking up and being in so much fucking pain, but I didn't remember that I did a marathon. So I couldn't, like, I had no idea why I was in pain. And then after a while, I was like, oh, I think I did a marathon. But also, like, I couldn't, I, I was, you could explain what happened. I didn't know anything for, like, an hour or two. So I... So we're being told she's being rushed to the ER. Uh, we're at the finish line. So we're waiting for her. And um, at some point, people who run marathons or have weird friends um, know that there's that know that there's this um, chip that is like essentially tracking her while she's on the path of the marathon. And so we're like, okay, like she's two miles away, like, She's been doing that. She's been doing about like 10 minute miles at this point. She like lost a little bit of time. Like she was doing great. Mm-hmm. She was actually doing great. She was breaking PRs like, like nobody's I, business. No, I like, I think that's why I brought myself is wow. I was, she was rushing up a top though. She was crushing it. She was doing really well. And uh, I could tell something was off, but I didn't. I'm not a runner. Um, she wants to do this. So I'm going to support her in doing hard things. So I was just kind of sitting there. Um, and as I saw her run up the hill on 75th street, um, I was like, Oh, I didn't know that was the last time I was going to see you, I guess, like healthy for two or three days. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're waiting at the finish line. We stopped and got ice cream. We're talking about all the fun things we ate while she was running this marathon. We had to put in calories somehow. (laughs) Someone had to eat for me because you know, your girl was not eating. (laughs) In ice cream. <laughs> so we were waiting at the finish line, and I'm with our friend Dan, mm-hmm. um, your significant other. 
Yeah. 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 Hit new one. New, new one. New one. Not the old one. Um, new one. We can talk about that later. Yeah, we can. Um, your significant other, mm-hmm. and um, and we're sitting there, mm-hmm. and we get a call from with your other friend who says she's they're not finishing. They're going to the ER. And I was like, oh, shit, she's dehydrated. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, I knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I could just tell something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we end up going to your house, dropping some people off, because you had a birthday party that same day. I was going to have a fucking rager. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was raging that <laughs> night. Well, you were raging against the machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, so, yeah, so... Um, I, I needed to get into that back room. I, we, we made a decision as our friends, like Mary Elaine is going to go. She's going to be the designated point person in the hospital. I also have, I'm sure the boys have, you know, your, your mother's phone number, but I have contacts to your parents, to your Mm -hmm. sister. Mm -hmm. Like I, one, Yes, I thought I was the best decision to go, but I was like, I'm not staying back. Like, mm-hmm. take care of my dog. I'm going to go take care of Laocadia. Mm-hmm. And your significant other also came with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and to get in, the doctor was like, oh, who is she? And I straight up said, you are my sister. Like, I was like, this is the 21st century. Tell me she's not my black sister. Right. We're going to be like, oh, like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but I walked in and this is the part that I think that is really interesting. So I walk in and you are not like, you are not there. I was not in and with it. Let me tell you. She didn't recognize me. Mm -hmm. She was like, she like looked at me and like, she looked at me again and she couldn't recognize me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was really sad. It was like really scary. Cause like, Like, I knew, I knew that I knew you. Yeah. You knew that you knew me. And then you're like Mary Elena. mm -hmm. And then the second words out of her mouth was, I'm such a bad friend and you're such a good friend to me and and I'm so sorry oh, and so I'm sorry. and I'm just like nope we're not doing this right now <laughs> we need to get you well like I've already forgiven you I love you like this isn't the time like like no and I didn't know that like you still felt that way like after oh, mm-hmm. so like the timeline makes sense right well well, well I've like we just we just talked about I felt bad and I think well seeing like well when you were in a, when you're in a hospital you're in a very vulnerable state. Yeah, yeah. Like if you were me, look, I had I had no idea. I didn't know what day it was, what the year was. You didn't know your birthday. I didn't know my birthday. Yeah. I didn't know nothing. So yeah. like to see someone from your life like come and like support you, like it was really one of those things where I was like, Wow, like I couldn't I couldn't even, like, buy a plane ticket for her, and she over here coming to see me in the hospital. Like, that's what, like, what I was thinking. And I was just like, wow, like, despite it all. And granted... We're friends. Right, like, we're right. friends. And granted, you had gone past that. Yeah. I haven't gone You past. hadn't gone past it. Right. So but for, I didn't know that at the time. Right. So like, for, I'm just learning that right now, that you, right. like it makes sense that what why you said what you said mm. in retrospect because that was the first thing out of your mouth not like where am i who am i like it was just like i, I didn't care who i was yeah I was. like you were just like i fucked up right and i was just mm-hmm. like it's okay you right. did right but i got you like we're, right. we're gonna get through right. this yeah in my head i was kind of like wow like even despite that she's gonna like come see me in the hospital so that was kind of like my thought process with that 
But I don't know. It was it was a wild it was a wild three days. Well, a lot of it was just like only got the diagnosis like after like day two. Yeah. So like it really was like we no one knew like what was happening. But I don't know. We we're I, all living camping out in the hospital, right? Like people stay overnight. People got me food, right? I the even my birthday, like you and like the guys like got to brought people together to like have like a little like celebration and yeah, like, we were deep in the in we were deep in the hospital room <laughs> we were just we were, oh, it was wild yeah and i also took a final at your bedside <laughs> like that's so true. a midterm a midterm oh, that is so true yeah but yeah so that's essentially what happened but i would even me not finishing i don't feel bad like i i really don't like me not finishing for me it just like I did something that I never thought that I could possibly do in this world. Granted, I didn't finish the last two miles and somewhere son, I'm just like a little bit like I was so close. Without the car, at least it wasn't like 18, you know. I right. they all felt more bad. But truly, like I did something that I never thought that I physically could do. Like, just because like for me, I'm not someone who like did sports growing up. I was really insecure about that. Like I have her like things and talents and whatnot but that was like oh like I just never did sports and I always felt insecure about that and so like for me to like be like I'm gonna do something that's really hard I'm gonna do it and like I still got my medal at the end which is all that I want I told myself I'm not leaving here without a medal I had to get it in the mail but I got my medal and I had a lot of people like who came and support me so like I told myself for 2022 I will like do hard things and I did a hard thing it got me in the hospital but I also don't regret it and controversial opinion I would do it all over again I would do it all over again I <laughs> would I, same outcome <laughs> I would uh, and I feel like that's a lot of what a lot of runners do and mm-hmm. say like they're like oh yeah it's fine I'll be fine right um and so I agree. I think you should have more training, better trainers mm-hmm. that we have access to. We have access to really good That's marathon sure. runners right. in our circle of friends, um, better training. And I think talking to those medical professionals. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that two things that I want to say, like why I felt so convicted to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like one, I love you and being in the hospital is scary and mm-hmm. like your family's not there. So like, mm-hmm. I felt this like ob- this duty to like mm-hmm. be there for your mother who right. could literally couldn't be right. there, and she was very happy. And that I you was, were there. I was taking copious notes like every time, like the doctors and like when you're in those spaces, it's hard to be your own advocate. Mm-hmm. And okay. black and brown mm-hmm. women are, you know, s- you know, significantly statistically more disrespected and just dismissed by healthcare professionals and I just could not let that happen Mm -hmm. um and I think there was a couple of times where I had to speak up in those rooms where I was just like actually mm, what do you mean right be very specific like be very clear on what you're saying and like I don't know I just felt this this deep conviction to be there um for those two reasons like I was gonna be your number one strongest advocate and second set of ears like it's always good to have a second set of ears Mm -hmm. um so yeah, um, should I tell the joke that I told the guys um, as we were going to the hospital? Yes, you. But there, there's like four or five jokes that no, you made. There's a good one. There's a good one. So as she's going to the hospital, we're walking back to the car because, like, you have to imagine the entire city is completely shut down. So it's foot only, like for a couple of miles. So we had to walk a couple of miles to get to our car. 
And as I'm literally jumping in the car, I'm like, she should be better at this. She's African. <laughs> That's my favorite one. And- my response to it is like, well, I'm not East African. <laughs> but the guys I was with, one was a white guy and one is her partner, her, mm-hmm. her significant mm-hmm. other, who like is halfway and half not black. Definitely not black. Whatever it is, is definitely not black. And he's just like, and they didn't laugh, ah! but I knew it was a really funny joke. It's so good. It's such a good joke. It's so good. They're like, the only reason, they're like, the only reason why it's worth laughing is because it's really funny, but I don't know if I should laugh. <laughs> and I was just like, and that's why it's really funny. Like the fact that you don't want to laugh, that's hilarious. And there was a point where when you finally got better, I did. I said, should be better at this. You're African. Well, I'm not East <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys, you know, we're going to come back and get you some content. Mm-hmm. It might be us talk. We have an idea of like talking about a book that we're reading together. Mm-hmm. We should do that for um, The Light We Carry by Michelle Obama. Actually, that's a good one. That's a good one. I've heard great things about it. It's that a book. good book. Mm-hmm. I, well, I hear it's a good book. It's behind you. On the right. that, that's, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have some ideas for 2023. And just a reminder this isn't, you know, we're just some friends getting on mics. Right. That's on her it. Mac. Right. We're just doing it. It's cost us way more money than we're ever going to get out of it. So, honestly, <laughs> and we're here. <laughs> Anything else? Mm, I don't know. Mm. Not really. I mean, life, a lot has happened. And just, I, it's, I think it's interesting, like, the year. It's just been, like, a wild year. And a lot of new things have happened, right? Like, now I have another significant other I don't. One. I don't have another. She, 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 other. Her, her same. Hers is hers the same. Mine's is new. Which is actually a miracle. That. I mean, or I mean, well, it's two years. It's like crazy. That's wild. It is wild. Man, today is six months for us. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's still new. So yeah. <laughs> we're still. I'm still. We're still sure bringing it out. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That's also like another new thing. Um. He's a good one. That's all I'll say. He's all right. He has a a weird last name. (laughs) Man, that last name. Gosh. (laughs) If you know, you know. If you know, you know. know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. No, but he's a good one, and I'm very happy in that relationship. Um, But I feel that's the biggest new thing besides the marathon and work and our fight that we had and your grad school, you traveling across the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Being a basement troll. Yeah, being a basement troll, Justine. Um, yeah. So, all right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We did good. We did good. We, we did, did good. good. My name is Marilyn Ameriquin. And I'm Leo Padilla Trafe. Until next time, stay hydrated, be kind, and take your vitamins. And remember to always come as you are. Bye for now. <laughs> take care. <laughs> Thank you.
My name's Mary Elena Mariquin. And I'm Lesbia Chase. And this is Honor Elevant. We are back <laughs> after, what, a three months? A little bit of a break, yeah. I was, I, it was a three-month break. It was a break. Yeah. We had a minute. We did. We had a moment. And we're here. And we're here. <laughs> um. But, uh, no, I think we, one, we wanted to, I think, maybe talk about what happened, why we took a break, maybe what's new in our lives, and kind of what we want to, the future of this podcast. Because we also took a break, but also didn't, like, drop that we took a break, too. It was, like, pretty abrupt. So... I guess we just want to like chat. Take a break. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. No, you had to. <laughs> I'm also staring at my Hamilton book behind you. So. Actually, you know what? Let's, you know what I'm going to say right now? Um, so when, since it's the World Cup, you know, uh, the initial rounds have already ended. Um, but England, the U.S. played like a couple of days ago. And literally in my head, I was kind of like, I think they should play like Hamilton music in the background. Because it's just like England in the U.S. and right. like and Dan was just, my roommate Dan was just kind of like mm, no. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about Dan, but I completely agree with this. I think this should have really. I was like, have it as the background music. Really, honestly, it would have been we great. Just, we just needed a track. Yeah. So yeah, we took a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. um, but also uh, we are dropping this on December eighth. We're recording yeah. this on Saturday. And then December 8th is our anniversary date. Like, it's the day that we, like, dropped our, like, first episode, which is kind of interesting because a lot has happened, I think, just in the year in general. So it's pretty wild to think that, like, it's been a year since we, like, dropped the first episode. And maybe I'm just thinking, like, a lot has happened in our lives. In our lives, in the world. You know, like, what are your thoughts on Israel? I'm just kidding. I don't want to get into that today. (laughs) I'm like, well... Um, but yeah, a lot just has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I went halfway across the world. <laughs> you you did. I lost my job. <laughs> oh my god! I came back. Uh huh. Um, and but you know what's really funny? I was thinking about it today. We're actually recording in the same exact house that we recorded our first podcast. Actually, in. that is also true. I I didn't think about that. So super full circle. I didn't know I was going to be living here. Yeah. Um, uh, when and we you're recorded, happy here. I am. I Which am, is really good. I am a happy, happy basement troll. <laughs> I love it. It's, you know, it's really good for me to be in a family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, especially I'm so busy, like with school and um, school mm-hmm. and all the other things that I'm doing in the community. Um, it was just really important for me to be in a place where my friends can kind of keep an eye on me. Yeah. Um, depression wise and I mean I'm pretty able to be on my own but I think the added stress of being in school Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that my friends opened up their home in a in a different way to me so Mm -hmm. no that's really important to have people that you can like lean on and you've these friends you've been friends with them for years so it's really nice that like it's like you're with your friends you're with your friends again oh and the friends kind of like I'm with family you know Mm -hmm. I don't feel um, there's definitely this joke that I'm the basement troll, but it's really I'm the fun auntie. Oh, I love that. So, and we have a good um, podcast dog here to keep us company. Yeah, Jersey. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, like a lot has happened for me, too. I feel like. Well, one of the reasons I think we ended up like taking a break, too, was like for me, work wise, things got really, really busy. So like I've kind of like explained my job before, but essentially 
my job is like doing advocacy for this um, organization that is absolutely work in Africa. But part of my job is to travel like a lot. And like when I got hired for this job, what, two and a half years ago, like June of 2020, it was the middle of the pandemic. And because my organization is like a global health organization, like they're like really conservative about COVID, which makes sense, right? And so even when the rest of the U.S., was like opening up, they were still like really, really conservative about it. So in April, finally, they're like, all right, we can like travel again and whatnot. But for me personally, it went from like zero to 100 in the sense of like, for about two years, I was like, doing my job, but not to its full capacity. So like the one big part of my job is like outreach and like traveling and like, I wasn't doing that. So it really felt like in April, felt for the first time I was doing my job, which is interesting because I've been in that job for two years, but it's the first time I'm doing its full capacity. So that being said, like I travel like a, like about once a month for like work. So that got really hectic. And because I'm not really great at like time management and I'm not really good with like stress too, um, that kind of like got in the way. Like it came, it came to a point and like, you can also talk about like you doing grad school too. Like yeah. it kind of got to a point where it was like, something does have to give and like, I need to be re-comfortable. I don't think that's a word, but like- Re-acclimate? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. But like re-acclimate like in my role. Like I love my job. And for, it was, and I was also in a weird space where I was like, do I still want to be here? Do I not? But like now I'm in a very confident space. Like I do really love my job and I do want to be here. But with that being said, I do have to re-acclimate into this role. So that was like a huge part of it. So, Yeah. Yeah, and grad school is is really hard. I went from taking two classes to taking three graduate level classes. And I mean, that's all that they'll let you take. Like they won't let you take four classes, right? Um, Mm. So I'm taking full capacity of credits in graduate school. So I'm going to school full time and working full time. So and I'm also on three, four different boards yeah and so like I get it like mm-hmm. there was just it came to a point where um you like you said something had to give mm-hmm. um and you know this was the first thing to go because it's just you know it's just it's a fun thing for us it was never meant to be a money maker it was never meant to be anything more than what it is two girls that are friends um talking on mics about life Mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah I, it's just like it's just a passion project but like we wanted to create I think I think the 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 idea of this podcast I think in general is to create spaces for the both of us and people like us who feel like they're in spaces that they can't maybe say or talk about certain things or don't feel welcomed in certain spaces right and we've both in the podcast have like talked about what that means primarily for like the both of us so really that was the goal one personally for me I'm just a chatterbox so any excuse no. to talk about myself <laughs> any excuse to talk about myself you know I'll just take the opportunity but real realistically more importantly it was to be like we just want to like create the space and like it's been really cool to have like oh excuse me for like have like friends and like family and like support us and love tuning in right like mm-hmm. I love like one of my friends I want to give her a shout out Ozo she every time like a new episode will come out whenever I see her she will like tell me oh yeah this happened this episode and one day we were chatting and she brought up something and I was like Ozo I don't think I ever talked I was kind of confused like how she knew yeah. this information she was like oh you mentioned this in your podcast 
yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was, oh. it was, it's so, it's so funny. So, and we also, you know, we made some Spotify replay lists. Actually, we did. Actually, that's true. That's And so that was just really cool. I mean, probably they don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> recipe top on their list but that that was really cool and it's not just one person it's a couple of people which is actually really right. cool so it's kind of like wow we're glad so we made your we have we have support from our friends and family and that's yeah. super important um yeah so i don't know yeah. Where were we? Sorry, we had to take care of a dog that had a... No, I think... No, out. yeah. No, yeah. We were talking about, like, <laughs> I think making some Spotify raps, but most of just talking about how, like, this podcast is just something... It was a passion project that we wanted to do um, just to, like, have, I think, a, create a safe space for both of us, which mm-hmm. that is what it has been. And I think it's really cool to be able to, like, talk about... I think just in general, we talk about important stuff between the two of us but it's kind of nice to like do in this platform too it's a little different if we're struggling with it if we're struggling with it then other people are as well mm-hmm. right and so sure. um and if they're and if they're not maybe they're able to open their hearts and their mind to a different right. perspective exactly which is the entire goal yeah yeah. Do you want to also talk about? Do the... you want to talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> yes, we're gonna talk about. That. <laughs> uh, this you is gonna be so. I. It's not gonna be awkward. Is it gonna be awkward? We're just about to. Well, we were like hash it out, but yeah, we did already. So we had a fight. We did our first fight. I think it is, and it was. I think it's our first fight, and we've been right. friends for like three years. Right. I think we should just talk. We should just. Just like, do you want to just hash it out? We'll, out? we'll just hash it out. Well, I. I should give like a little bit of backstory like to this as to why this happened. So my younger sister um, joined the Air Force, um, which is great, which is amazing, lovely. Um, <laughs> no, I okay. I should back. She love. I should backtrack by saying that like no, I'm. Let me brag on just for a little bit. I'm really super proud of my sister. Like she when she made this decision, like. I would say like a year ago, it was like one of those things where we were kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? And like Justine, she's like two years younger than me. And like the biggest difference between me and Justine is like where I've always been pretty sure and consistent about like where I want my life to go career wise. Um, Justine has never, that's not always been the case with Justine where there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But like, I think my, I think maybe we were kind of like, oh, well, Justine, like, figure out what she wants to do, this and that. Um, and so, like, a year ago, she, like, figured out, yeah, I think I, I want to I join the military. And then she did all the things she had to do. And then before we knew it, she was on a plane to uh, basic military training for seven and a half weeks. And we were like, this is wild. But she graduated in October. And so me and Marilena, uh did go and see her. The reason I bring this up is that the this brings up while we had a fight. So essentially, Mar- me and Marlena were like, okay, well, both. I was going to go regardless, obviously, it's my little yeah. sister. But Marlena was like, I want to come. And I was like, that would be great for you to come. And, like, Marlena, like, knows people, like, like in the Air Force, too. So for me, it was kind of like, like, for me, it was kind of like she understands or she has a grasp of this world that I don't. And also more importantly, Marilena really is like, for me, like Marilena is like my older sister, right? She's like family. So it's like, oh, it's just like my other sister coming to see the other sister, right? Um, But I think as we kind of like chatted back and forth and we didn't, 
I did. So Leocadia is a terrible communicator. Yes, I'm gonna yes, start with this. Yes. And the thing is, I think Leocadia, you are you are an excellent communicator in your family group. And I'm realizing that your family just has a different style of communication. Yes. Versus my style of communication. Right. And like in retrospect, like I can see I can see both sides. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so I interrupted you. I'm no, going. yeah, I think she, you kind of cut to the point. Like, I really did not communicate well to Mari Elena about like plans and plane tickets. And essentially, I bought my own plane ticket to Texas without Mari Elena yeah. and told her after the fact, which is like not a great thing, right? Like, if we're going together, it should be like either like I buy my ticket, your ticket with my ticket, or be like, hey, can we sit down on like Tuesday and like buy tickets together or whatnot? And I didn't hash that out. So that's where like I went wrong. And then eventually you're like, okay, like, of course, rightly so, like you're upset and like mad and like whatnot. Um, And then we kind of proceeded, you ended up getting your ticket after the fact. But then I also kind of did not kind of also did like the booking of like where we're staying and like the car like without like Mari Elena. And I think where I was going with it too, not saying that was right, but in my head, I was kind of like, well, all these things need to line up. And I'm someone that doesn't ask for help. I think I've always been mm. in a position that like, at least especially my family. Because you're used to being the older sister. I'm used to being the older sister, but I'm also someone where a lot of people depend on me in the family too, for like various things. And so for me, I'm also kind of like, well, shit's got to get done. I'm going to get shit done. And like time was like running and I'm like, I just need to make sure X, Y, Z is like happening. And I think also in the back of my head with like work and everything, I was like, I need like one thing, piece of thing to leave my mind, but in order for something to leave my mind, that thing has to be like soul. So for me, there's like the easiest thing to solve. But of course, where I went wrong is I didn't communicate any things to Marilena. So essentially you showed up to Texas and we're like, oh, all these things are like here, but like you didn't have the input and you're like, oh, I could have gone like this resource or that resource, or I had a different idea for this. So like where I went wrong, like in summary, was just like not communicating to her and like, I like, I really, I really, I feel bad even after like Texas. Even we did hash it out. We did. We, we did. We FUs are flying. Like I, <laughs> they were like on both of our parts. Right. Like, I don't think we've ever. I really try not to cuss at people when mm-hmm. I am angry, but we both got like we got angry and we apologized and we made the plans and we went on the trip, and both of us were still and it wasn't like we were being petty. Both of us were hurt. Right. right. Like, mm-hmm. I was hurt that you didn't consider me and you making your choices. Right. And you were angry that I didn't see that you were trying to take care of me by making these choices. That's exactly, yeah. That you, yeah, put in work. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, and because I am used to the one being the coordinator, I am used to the one having the inputs. Mm-hmm. And it felt as though, like, this wasn't our trip. This was your trip where I was mm-hmm. tagging along. And we've already had this conversation. Right, Most of this right. we've already rehashed. It's right. not like we're telling each other these things for the first time. <laughs> but And I think we have new insight, right? Because it's been a while. We've had other life experiences that we've experienced since then together. Mm-hmm. But I think that it was it was a moment where I know for me, my biggest insecurity was, oh, then maybe we're not as friends as much as close friends as I thought we were mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think that that was the hardest part for me was mm. to realize like maybe maybe she doesn't feel the same way that I feel about her 
um, in our friendship because I really do, we really do like act like sisters. Like we are sisters, <laughs> like, like we are. And mm-hmm. so um, it was just hard mm-hmm. to feel like it felt like I was unwanted. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's one of my biggest insecurities mm-hmm. is that I don't, I, I, I grew up not being wanted my entire right. life. Mm-hmm. So like whenever something's wrong, it's like, Oh, okay. This makes sense. Like mm-hmm. this is, the rejection of of who I am right and so I was really hurt you were really hurt and then we had to go pretend that we weren't hurt for your sister right. I think also that was the hard part too was like truly at the end of the day it wasn't about us. the two of us no. it was about my little sister doing this like huge achievement in this like new career that she has like chosen as a part of right let me tell you also the military is a wild world let me tell you i call it an organized cult i don't know if i should say that um <laughs> notice leo cadilla said that not mary elena mariquin yes i do not agree with her previous statement or any future statements regarding the military. Let me tell you, I, I'm all, all I'm just saying is that, like, it really is a different it's world. It's a very bureaucratic system. Let's not call it a cult. Okay, I won't call it a cult. I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry. To I the- know that it's what it is, but let's not call it a cult. Okay, but what I'm trying to say is that, like... You get orders to clean the toilet. <laughs> there's there's, look, there's a lot happening. There's a, I was like, what is this? But no, truly, in, in all seriousness, like, it wasn't about us. It was about my little sister, like having this huge achievement so it really was like we really had to like gather our shit together whatever that put our emotions aside right because it was about justine and also we didn't want to spoil justine's day too and she was like so happy to like see me i hadn't seen her in months she was so happy to meet marielena because like i've talked about marielena marielena's talked to my family like everyone like knows i do each- i call your mom just to say hello right yeah like everyone knows each other but hasn't like met each other mm-hmm. so marielena- i mean it's because we live in different cities right exactly so like at the end, it was, like, a really good, very exhausting two days just because, like... We got our eyebrows done together, your sister and I. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we fed Justine. We took her around the town. We they got their her. eyebrows done. Yeah. It was fun. It was good. It was really good. So, but we really had to, like, remind ourselves that, like, it wasn't about us. It was about Justine. And, of course, thankfully, we've, like, hashed it out. But I also, like, felt bad for, like, weeks, too, like, afterwards. Well, just because, like... Part of me is, like, I'm just, like, a people pleaser, so I don't like it when people are, like, mad at me, whether... I was like, never mad. Right. That's true. I was never mad. I was hurt. Yeah. Hurt's the word. I was yeah. hurt. I was never mm-hmm. mad. It's right. really, really hard to make me mad. Oh, okay. Like, I can be disappointed, and mm-hmm. I can be sad. Mm-hmm. I was hurt. Mm-hmm. And therefore, mm-hmm. I was sad. But I was never mad. Right, right. Let's get that yeah. very clear. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I really did feel bad, like, the weeks after, because like I didn't for me I was like what does this mean to our friendship and this and that and whatever but like we've like cashed it out and we like we've gone over it but I think also like at least for me the biggest takeaway moving forward is like making an effort to communicate or I should first say for me like over communicate Mm -hmm. that's what I would say especially I I just I think mm -hmm. that there was just also a lot of things going on right Mm -hmm. like there was just like elements where I thought I was waiting on you. You thought you were waiting on that's me. That's true. And that's where, like, the communication and it's comes just, in, that's right? That's where just, communication breaks right, down. Right, just being like, hey, do we want... You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's pretty much, like, I feel like, the, for me, like, the biggest takeaway is just, like, just, like, really, really, really communicate. Like, right. Like, the worst that happens, you're like, Ari got this information, and then it's like, yeah. oh, well, she confirmed she got the information. Perfect. Yeah, cool, right. got it. Yeah. Right. No, but I think 
I think like for me the realization that you bought the ticket without me was like Mm -hmm. I don't even want to go anymore Mm -hmm. right but like and I think I even said this to you in one of our like shouting matches that we were having Uh I remember we started shouting and I was like it was the day of it was the day I was already in Texas she was was already in Texas I was still I was still like I was I was still in Kansas City yeah I remember that it was the day of I was already in Texas Uh and I didn't want to go and I like texted you like I'm like I don't want to go like I don't I wasn't our friendship just wasn't in a place where like Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to go and like Mm -hmm. I remember I said that, like, I cried on the way to the airport because I drove myself to the airport and Mm -hmm. I cried and I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And then I realized, like, I'm doing this to support Justine and Mm -hmm. something that she's doing that is super brave, Mm -hmm. super honorable. Mm -hmm. And she's part of a new family that in a weird way I am on the periphery of, but Mm -hmm. not really a part of. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... I wanted to be there for her, mm-hmm. and I just had this doubt of whether or not you wanted me to be there as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, you said it, I kept, like, thinking, like, well, your actions aren't not showing right. me that you want me to be there. Mm-hmm. And that was hard. And I think that in one of our screaming matches, as I'm in freaking Houston Airport, <laughs> I bought myself some makeup that day to make me feel better. <laughs> You did you know that? Well, I won't. Well, I didn't. Actually, no. Yes, I did. Because also, I do remember going to the hotel room and, like, seeing a whole bunch of makeup. <laughs> and you told me, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Was, was the Sephora that you went No, to? I went to Mac. I always, oh. so I like going to airport Macs because they have exclusive um, colors. Mac, if you want to sponsor us, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a makeup guru, but I know that in airports, you have exclusive airport lines, and I love them. The fact that she knows. <laughs> well, it's. That's the only way I can afford Mac is getting there. I mean, that's also true. <laughs> that's also true. Um, but I said to you, like, it was never a question if I was going, as mm-hmm. long as you wanted me to be there. Right. I was going to be there because mm-hmm. I said that I was going to go. I'm a person of my word. Mm-hmm. Like, if I say I'm going to do something, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I was, it was just this, like, internal, we were both. I was hurt. You were sad and upset that you hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, kind of a disbelief that you, like, could hurt me, right? Like, I didn't know that you could hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what happens when you love someone and when you let someone see who you are is this ability to, to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. I'm really happy. Like, truly, honestly. Like, yeah. also... When I also, like, imagine my wedding, I imagine it's one of my bridesmaids. Oh, no. <laughs> I already have, like, a list. I'm just like, yeah, Marla's up there. No, but I say that to be, like, no. Like, I really do love you. You're definitely, like, I've always wished I had an older sibling. Just because, like, I, I, it sounds fun to have an older sibling. Maybe me saying, because I, I do love you the oldest. But sometimes I'm just like, man, I wish there was someone else to, like, take the take, take, take the rain. rain yeah. Right. But like truly, like you're just like an older sister and you're great. And I like admire Marilena a lot. Mm. Like she's someone that I truly like look up to. Like if I'm like, I want to be like Even in my up. basement troll? Uh, even in your basement troll. <laughs> I want I want to be the basement troll too. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll try to convince uh your your uh your brother-in-law to let you live in our ba- as our basement troll. If you're hearing this, <laughs> please <laughs> i'll be nice um, no but truly marla really is like one of my favorite people in life so like so it really did hurt 
I was mad at myself for being like, oh, I caused her to like a really, 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 really like good friend mm. of mine. And so, and that's not something I want to do because I like nobody to, wants to hurt. Well, no, no one wants, right? No one wants to, and I like to think myself as like a good person too. So it kind of was like ah, you know. But no, I love Marilena. She's she's a gem. She's a gem. She's a good one. I try to be. <laughs> so I feel that was, that was like the thing that happened in October, and then yeah, I get to whatever oh. else happened in October. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that it happened so close together. It's like two weeks apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this can this makes sense as to why you responded the way that you responded. And so, well, let's start from the beginning. Of what happened? At, yeah, at your uh, marathon. Okay, well, you said why you responded. I, so, I'll, 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 I'll get, tell, tell the backstory. No, you'll get to it. Okay, so as if you listen to past episodes, you probably know that, also if you follow me on social media, then you sure for sure know, that I was training for the Kansas City Marathon. So I have been training for that marathon for months on end. Also, one of the things that got like circling back to like taking a break and like pausing and whatnot is that like training for a marathon is a lot of work. Like it is a lot. And I think the juggle between partially like what I want to do the marathon was like, oh, I really want to like do something that like that for me it seems like out of this world but also at the same time because my wasn't traveling a lot for my job because of the pandemic I was like okay I have like time to like do all the things also well then I started traveling in April and then that was another thing but um I've been training the marathon for just months on end and so October 15th was the said marathon um spoiled did you finish uh you know that's a i'm so happy that you asked that question <laughs> um so i made it 24 miles before my how body. much how much is a marathon 26.2 miles oh, okay so you didn't finish <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be like my funeral and be like you know that one time she like didn't finish the it was like 80 years from now she had a fake heart attack oh but essentially it was true actually to have a fake heart attack <laughs> I love hearing you say that. Well, it's just like I mean, how else do you explain what happened? Right. I think that's the thing. And so, like, maybe like seriously explain what happened is I didn't make it 24 miles, but essentially my body collapsed. Went into I don't remember anything past mile 23. They say I didn't go into unconsciousness. Um, but essentially I was rushed to the ER. I did spend the hospital, I was in the hospital for three days. I did get out on my birthday, which was really great. Um, but essentially what happened is so I have sickle cell trait. So for those who don't know what sickle cell trait or sickle cell is, is essentially um, your blood cells, red blood cells are not fully formed. Um, I wish kind of like definition. So they're from, sickles. So yeah. instead of being circles or ovals mm-hmm. as blood cells are, they're sickled. So they're more like moon or crescent shape. Yes, exactly. And for those who have- I learned this because of you. That's true. But for those who have the actual disease, like- it really takes over your life and uh, you can live, but there's a lot of most where you go to the hospital, lack of oxygen, all, like, all of these things. And it's predominant in black people. So the majority of people who do have sickle cell are black people. Now, I don't have the disease. I have the trait, which all that essentially means is that like I just carry the gene for sickle cell. So like usually I don't have to worry about that unless like one day I decide to have kids with like a partner, then it will have to be the conversation of like, do you have the trait? Because if he has the trait, 
then our kids could essentially get like the disease, right? Because that's how genetic works. Right. That's how, that's how genetic works, right? But essentially, there's this weird or rare phenomenon called exercise, exercise collapse associated with sickle cell trait. And essentially, what that means is that if, I guess, not all people have sickle cell trait, but if you have sickle cell trait, there is a likelihood that if you exert your body too much, then essentially you collapse. Like, mm-hmm. like your body, like your body, like another like, way that they mm-hmm. call it is exploding heart syndrome. Right. And mm-hmm. ironically, the people who have done the most research on sickle cell trait induced, whatever this thing is called, mm-hmm. what exercise collapse, collapse associated, associated with, with like, it's like a better name, right? ECAS, 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 ECAS. So apparently the people that have done the most research on ECAS are ironically the military, which is true, which is like, Oh, Okay, so, yeah. like, essentially, that is, like, what happened, and, um, excuse me, really, truly, I did, like, almost have, like, a heart attack, mm-hmm. and when we going to the ER, like, I don't remember bits, like, the beginnings of it, but, like, it really was, like, scary, because, like, I'm a 26-year-old healthy woman i'm clearly if i'm, like, a marathon do, runner, right, clearly, almost, right, almost, almost, but, like, clearly if I'm, like, trying to run a marathon then it's like your body has to be in some sort you don't just walk up and do it so um so essentially that's what happened I was in the hospital for three days um I don't remember past mile 23 I don't remember getting to the ER but I do remember waking up and being in so much fucking pain but I didn't remember that I did a marathon so I couldn't like I had no idea why I was in pain and then after a while I was like oh I think I did a marathon but also like I couldn't I I was, you could explain what happened. I didn't know anything for like an hour or two. So I, so we're being told she's being rushed to the ER. Uh, We're at the finish line. So we're waiting for her. And um, at some point, people who run marathons or have weird friends um, know that there's, know that there's this um, chip that is like essentially tracking her while she's on the path of the marathon. And so we're like, okay, like she's two miles away. Like she's been doing that. She's been doing about like 10 minute miles at this point. She like lost a little bit of time. Like she was doing great. Mm-hmm. She was actually doing great. She was breaking PRs like, like nobody's I, business. No, I like, I think that's the, why I'm proud of myself is wow. I was, she was rushing up until I fell. She was crushing it. She was doing really well. And uh, I could tell something was off. But I didn't, I'm not a runner. Um, she wants to do this. So I'm going to support her in doing hard things. So I was just kind of sitting there. Um, and as I saw her run up the hill on 75th Street, um, I was like, oh, I didn't know that was the last time I was going to see you, I guess, like healthy for two or three days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're waiting at the finish line. We stopped and got ice cream. We're talking about all the fun things we ate while she was running this marathon. We had to put in calories somehow. Yeah, so, someone had to eat for me because you know your girl is not eating, <laughs> eating ice cream. <laughs> so we were waiting at the finish line and I'm with our friend Dan, mm-hmm. um, your significant other. Yeah. 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 Do, hit new one. <laughs> new, new one. New one. Not the old one. No, um, we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, we can. Um, your significant other. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and we're sitting there mm-hmm. and we get a call from with your other friend who says she's they're not finishing. They're going to the ER. And I was like, oh, shit, she's dehydrated. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, I knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I could just tell something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, And so we 
end up going to your house, dropping some people off because you had a birthday party that same day. I was gonna have a fucking rager. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was raging that night. <laughs> well, you were raging against the machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, so um, I. I needed to get into that back room. I we we made a decision as our friends, like Mary Elaine is gonna go. She's gonna be the designated point person in the hospital. I also have. I mean, I'm sure the boys have, you know, your your mother's phone number, but I have contacts to your parents, to your mm-hmm. sister. Mm-hmm. Like I one, yes, I thought I was the best decision to go, <laughs> but I was like, I'm not staying back. Like. Mm-hmm take care of my dog. I'm going to go take care of Laocadia. Mm-hmm. And your significant other also came with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and to get in, the doctor was like, oh, who is she? And I straight up said, you are my sister. Like, I was like, this is the 21st century. Tell me she's not my black sister. Right. We're going to be like, oh, like. <laughs> right. Um, but I walked in. And this is the part that I think that is really interesting. So I walk in and you are not. Like, you are not there. I was not in and with it. Let me tell she you. She didn't recognize me. Mm-hmm. She was, like, she, like, looked at me, and, like, she looked at me again, and she couldn't recognize me. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was really sad. It was, like, really scary, because, like, like we're, I knew, I knew that I knew you. Yeah, you knew that you knew me, and but then like, you're, like, Mary Elena, mm-hmm. and then the second words out of her mouth was, I'm such a bad friend and you're such a good friend to me and and I'm so sorry oh, and so I'm sorry. and I'm just like nope we're not doing this right now <laughs> we need to get you well like I've already forgiven you I love you like this isn't the time like like no and I didn't know that like you still felt that way like after oh, mm-hmm. so like the timeline makes sense right well well, well I like, we just, we just talked about I felt bad, and I think, well, seeing, like, well, when, you in a, when you're in a hospital, you're in a very vulnerable state. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you were me, look, I had, I had no idea. I didn't know what day it was, what the year was. You didn't know your birthday. I didn't know my birthday. Yeah. I didn't know nothing. So, yeah. like, to see someone from your life, like, come and, like, support you, like, it was really one of those things where I was like, wow, like, I couldn't. I couldn't even like buy a plane ticket for her and she over here coming to see me in the hospital. Like that's what like what I was thinking. And I was just like, wow, like despite it all. And granted, we're we, friends. Right. Like, we're right. friends. And granted, you had gone past that. Yeah. I haven't gone you past that. You hadn't gone past it. Right. So but for, I didn't know that at the time. Right. So like I'm just learning that right now. That you right. like it makes sense that what why you said what you said mm. in retrospect because that was the first thing out of your mouth not like where am I who am I like it was just like I, I didn't care who I was yeah I was. like you were just like I fucked up right and I was just like mm. it's okay you right. did right but I got you like we're right. we're gonna get through right. this yeah in my head I was kind of like wow like even despite that she's gonna like come see me in the hospital so that was kind of like my thought process with that. But I don't know. It was it was a wild it was a wild three days. Well, a lot of it was just like only got the diagnosis like after like day two. Yeah. So like it really was like we no one knew like what was happening. But I don't know. We're I, all living camping out in the hospital, right? Like people stay overnight. People brought me food, right? I the, even my birthday, like you and like 
the guys like got to brought people together to like have like a little like celebration and yeah, like, we were deep in the in we were deep in the hospital room <laughs> we were just we were, oh, it was wild yeah and i also took a final at your bedside <laughs> like that's so true. a midterm a midterm oh, that is so true yeah but yeah so that's essentially what happened but i would even me not finishing i don't feel bad like i i really don't like me not finishing for me it just like I did something that I never thought that I could possibly do in this world. Granted, I didn't finish the last two miles and somewhere so I'm just like I'm a little bit like I was so close without the parlor. At least it wasn't like 18, you know. I right. they all felt more bad. But truly, like I did something that I never thought that I physically could do. Like, just because like for me, I'm not someone who like did sports growing up. I was really insecure about that. Like I have her like things and talents and whatnot but that was like oh like I just never did sports and I always feel insecure about that and so like for me to like be like I'm gonna do something that's really hard I'm gonna do it and like I still got my medal at the end <laughs> which is all that I want I told myself I'm not leaving here without a medal I had to get it in the mail but I got my medal and I had a lot of people like who came and support me so like I told myself for 2022 I will like do hard things and I did a hard thing it got me in the hospital but I also don't regret it and controversial opinion I would do it all over again I would do it all over again I <laughs> that's would even I, the same outcome <laughs> I would uh, and I feel like that's a lot of what a lot of runners do and mm-hmm. say like they're like oh yeah it's fine I'll be fine right um and so I agree. I think you should have more training, better trainers mm-hmm. that we have access to. We have access to really good That's marathon sure. runners right. in our circle of friends. Um, better training and I think talking to those medical professionals, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that two things that I want to say, like, why I felt so convicted to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like, one, I love you and being in the hospital is scary and, mm-hmm. like, your family's not there. So, like... Mm-hmm. I felt this like ob- this duty to like mm-hmm. be there for your mother who right. could literally couldn't be right. there, and she was very happy. And that I you was were there. I was taking copious notes like every time like the doctors and like when you're in those spaces, it's hard to be your own advocate. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. black and brown mm-hmm. women are, you know, s- you know, significantly statistically more disrespected and just dismissed by healthcare professionals and I just could not let that happen Mm -hmm. um and I think there was a couple of times where I had to speak up in those rooms where I was just like actually mm, what Mm -hmm. do you mean right be very specific like be very clear on what you're saying and like I don't know I just felt this this deep conviction to be there um for those two reasons like I was gonna be your number one strongest advocate and second set of ears like it's always good to have a second set of ears Mm -hmm. um so yeah, um, should I tell the joke that I told the guys um, as we were going to the hospital? Yes, you know, but there, there's like four or five jokes that no, you made. There's a good one. There's a good one. So as she's going to the hospital, we're walking back to the car because, like, you have to imagine the entire city is completely shut down, so it's foot only, like for a couple of miles. So we had to walk a couple of miles to get to our car, and. As I'm literally jumping in the car, I'm like, she should be better at this. She's African. <laughs> That's my favorite one. And my response to it is like, well, I'm not East African. <laughs> but the guys I was with, one was a white guy and one is her partner, her, her significant mm-hmm. other, who like is half white. 
and half not definitely not black whatever it is is definitely not black and he's just like and they didn't laugh ah! but i knew it was a really funny joke it's so good it's such a good joke it's so good they're like the only reason they're like the only reason why it's worth laughing is cuz it's really funny but i don't know if i should laugh at it. <laughs> and i was just like and that's why it's really funny like the fact that you don't want to laugh um, it's hilarious and there was a point where once you finally got better i did i said you should be better at this you're at the east so yeah guys you know we're going to come back and get you some content mm-hmm. it might be us talk we have an idea of like talking about a book that we're reading together. Mm-hmm. We should do that for um, The Light We Carry by Michelle Obama. Actually, that's a good one. That's a good one. I've heard great things about It's that a book. good book. Mm-hmm. I, well, I hear it's a good book. It's behind you. On the right. that, that's also true. <laughs> but yeah, we have some ideas for 2023. And just a reminder, this isn't, you know, we're just some friends getting on mics. Right. That's on her it. Mac. Right. We're just doing it. It's cost us way more money than we're ever going to get out of it. So, honestly, <laughs> and we're here. <laughs> Anything else? Mm, I don't know. Mm. Not really. I mean, life, a lot has happened. And just, I, it's, I think it's interesting, like, the year. It's just been, like, a wild year. And a lot of new things have happened, right? Like, now I have another significant other i don't one. i don't have another she, 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 other. Her, her same hers is hers the same mine's is new which is actually a miracle that i mean or i mean well it's two years it's like crazy that's wild it is wild yeah today is six months for us <laughs> oh that's cute oh, yeah, yeah. that's still new so <laughs> yeah. we're still i'm still we're still sure bringing it out you know? yeah but yeah i don't know that's also like another new thing um He's a good one. That's all I'll say. He's all right. He has a, <laughs> he has a weird last name. <laughs> Man, that last name. Gosh. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, exactly. if you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. No, but he's a good one, and I'm very happy in that relationship. Um, but I feel that's the biggest new thing besides the marathon and work and our fight that we had and your grad school, you traveling across the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Being Justine. a basement troll. Yeah, being a basement troll, Justine. Um, yeah. So, all right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We did good. We did good. We, we did, did good. good. My name is Mary Lena Mariquin. And I'm Leo Cotillatrofe. Until next time, stay hydrated, be kind, and take your vitamins. And remember to always come as you are. Bye for now. <laughs> take care. <laughs> Yay.